Hi, this is Ray Duckler, the columnist at the Concord Monitor, and I wanted to continue the podcast on nostalgia because after we cut from the first chapter, Mary, Nee, and Jeff Smith began talking about the old days. Great stories, great anecdotes as children in the Concord area. So I'm going to just point my finger at them and let them go for a couple of minutes on memories about uh, the Concord area, parking lots, the circus, the train, whatever they want to talk about. You got it. Well, I think, <laughs> just pointed to me, I think the, to get it started is back in the 50s, we could just leave the house in the morning and not come back for the rest of the day, and our parents really never even knew where we were. They just figured we were at somebody's house. We got on our Schwinn bikes, and we drove around. We went to the playgrounds and came back when that horn blew. Uh, was it a train horn? It was the five o'clock. It was a five o'clock uh, horn that came on. That was at uh, the fire station on uh, Warren Street. It would go off at either eight or eight thirty a.m. Yep. and it would go off again at five o'clock at night. I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure what it signified, but it used to five o'clock horn. Kids knew. Oh, get on the bikes. Time, time to go home, home for, for supper. supper. And that's so how good. we get home. That's how our parents knew that we'd be home real soon. Yeah. And I just want to see if you'll speculate or just address, you don't think p- kids can do that or will do that today? And why, if, if not, why? I don't get it. I don't think it's so much the kids won't do that. The kids are really re- pretty responsible. You know, they have their cell phones now, so they don't need that 5 o'clock horn to let them know. And parents keep tabs on their kids a little much better than they did with us. Yeah, absolutely, because they want to know where they are. You know, after school, give me a call, let me know where you're going to be, who you're going to be with. You know, I have grandkids, so I know how that works with my own children. And it's a different world. It's a totally different world that the kids nowadays live in than we did back in the 50s. Different world, Jeff? It sure is. Uh, if you drive around uh, drive around town now, if uh, you'll, you'll see kids playing at Keach Playground, Keach Park up on the Heights, and you might see some kids playing some basketball at Fletcher Murphy down on uh, South Street. But there's not a lot of activity at White's Park. There's not a lot of activity at Rollins Park. There's not a lot, lot of ac- activity at, at uh, uh, Kimball Park, uh, uh, other than the swimming pools. And there was a there was a time when uh, it was it was it was sort of passed on to us from generations before when there would uh, there would always be little kids at the park and older kids at the park. And as you grew older, you'd 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 morph into the older kids. And we would uh, we'd ha- we'd have our own games at the at White's, but we'd also get on our bikes sometimes and ride to the other parks to have pickup games with the kids at Rollins or the or wiffle ball games with the with the kids at, at uh, West Street Playground or some some uh, wiffle ball games at Fletcher Murphy. We'd even have some wiffle ball games in the back of Alosa's Market down on South Main Street, mm-hmm. where Frank would uh, Frankie Alosa, who most everybody knows. Uh, would uh, line out the baseball field with it with some Tide or Oxidol soap from his father's store. We would have uh, doubleheader wiffle ball games in his backyard. Wow, that's great! You had mentioned that it's when you get up when you would get on your bicycle. It seemed like a long ride from White's to Rollins, right? It it, it did, <laughs> but it, and it's it's strange because now you think of it as no big deal. But back then, we 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 didn't have uh, uh, English bicycles or, or bicycles with gears. We simply had one gear on our bike, and we would pedal down down to Rollins or and back. And it always seemed like a long ways, but it really wasn't. It just seemed that way. Uh, and, and we we would also we would also gain friendships with kids. So by the time we were time we were in in uh, junior high school, which is now middle school, uh, we'd already know the kids from from Rollins or West Street or uh, Kimball Playground. 
Go, let's talk about uh, Brits. You mentioned Brits after we were done with the first chapter. Seemed like a lot of memories there. Uh, Mary, tell me about Brits. Tell me about your connection to Brits. Well, Brits was really the first main department store that opened up that it had everything in it, you know, your shoes, clothes, whatever you want. And I, I believe I had mentioned that Polly Susan opened up a little branch over there so you could live with bakery goods. Um, and Jeff has, you can tell a little bit more about how that... Where was it and what, what was the what was if, the fun of Brits? The if magic? people remember the uh, the old railroad depot that was torn down in the late 50s, early early 60s, which was a sad, a sad time for a lot of us. I had uh, both my grandfathers and my father worked for the Boston and Maine. So it was, it was tough to see that go. Uh, they demolished that and moved, I think Newbury's originally went down there into the, into the, the expanse that they made for the, for the new mall. Uh, and I think Newbury's then morphed into Brits. And it had, as I recall, it had, had the first paved, lighted parking lot in town so that uh, people could actually park there, go into the store and have some lights. But there was some times when we would go down on a Friday night or a Saturday night and there weren't a lot of par a lot of vehicles parked in the parking lot and we'd bring a football along and we would have uh, our touch foot, we would play touch football in the parking lot under the lights. And you have to remember, there were the only other lighted field in Concord at that time was Memorial Field and that was only used for football games or or post uh, Fourth of July fireworks. Uh, something about hockey, hockey s sticks. The, uh, the the Boston Bruins uh, and the Montreal Canadiens would take the train back and forth from Boston to Montreal. The Bruins would go north to play the, play the Canadiens, and vice versa. And every once in a while, that my father would find a, uh, a a leftover hockey stick from the baggage the baggage car. Uh, he'd, he'd bring a hockey stick home that either the Bruins or the, or the Canadians had left behind. He'd usually give it to my cousin David because I didn't skate. But Ah, you didn't play hockey? <laughs> I can't skate. Can't skate. <laughs> okay, great baseball, doesn't skate. Mary, did you learn something in that parking lot at Brits? I learned how to drive. Learn how to drive. Line. Right. Right. Um, I, I'm a good parallel parker, too, let me tell you. Really? <laughs> it's really hard. And, well, yeah, wow. And a That's little, a skill. It was just a funny little car, too. I forget what the name of it, but it just had these little uh, flippers that came out on the side for your directionals. Anybody know what that would have been? A Healy? Austin Healy, maybe? Or something like that? But anyway, yeah, it was a uh, stick. I learned how to you know, do the stick. Not the yeah. automatic, the right. standard. Yeah. And when that, um, Chris, when the um, train station got torn down, I was telling you the story that my dad... Uh, when he was young, all the boys, when the circus, it was a circus that came to town every summer. And my dad and all the other boys would run down early in the morning, get up at four in the morning, run down, meet the train, and they'd get paid for unloading and helping to put up the tents for the circus and then take it down. So that was something that a lot of the boys did to earn some extra money. That's a great yeah, memory. Circus came to town, yeah. Okay, this circus is going to leave now. That was <laughs> chapter two of Local Nostalgia. I had to get it back on here because these guys just began talking after the first chapter, and it's great stuff. Ray Duckler again, signing off. Uh, we'll see you next time.